Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Black and White Sports Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Quentin Corkywell. On today's episode, Will Vanderwall and I recapped the college football playoff semifinals and previewed the national championship game, Alabama-Ohio State, which is set to take place on Monday, January 11th in Miami, Florida. So without further ado, here we go. All right, Will, it is the day after the college football playoff semifinals, an exciting college football playoff semifinals. Thank God we are not of betting age yet, of legal betting age, because we would have lost a large sum of money. Oh, yeah. I believe we had Clemson minus whatever it was and the over, and then we had Alabama minus... I think the line moved to 20 and a half mm-hmm. by game time, and we would have taken the over. We would, we would have gone one for four. I yeah. think we would probably would have put most of our money on the Alabama-Notre Dame over. I would have put it on uh, the, the Clemson-Ohio State over, but I would have put a lot of money on, so, yeah. on Clemson winning. Overall, we would have had a bad, better night. But yeah. it was still extremely entertaining. Let's quickly go through the two games, and then we can preview the national championship game. Let's start with the first game, Alabama-Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. So the offense put up a season-low 31 points. Yeah. However, they, the offense still looked pretty, pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I think Devontae Smith solidified his Heisman candidacy, unless you're a Mac Jones guy. All the way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that voting um, ends uh, before bowl games, though. It does end before bowl games. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That's stupid. Anyway, you, what impresses me the most is that just looking at Devontae Smith, you wouldn't mm-hmm. think he would be bodying guys like this and winning 50-50 balls like he mm-hmm. was and just making playing wide receiver so look so easy. Yeah. Yet yet he does. And that's something that I find really impressive. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Mac Jones was comfortable. Najee Harris was comfortable. That whole Alabama offense was – they looked comfortable. Yeah. However, their defense looks – porous it looked penetrable Notre Dame was able to move the ball on them they weren't they weren't shut down Mm -hmm. not like they couldn't do anything and did were you were you concerned at all about Alabama's defense um I actually took it the opposite way I was like decently surprised by Alabama's defense I mean Notre Dame really only had a couple of uh, scoring opportunities that messed themselves up with a penalty, but that was in the fourth quarter of essentially garbage time at that point. Yeah. But of the actual football that was played through most of the three quarters, they put up seven points, and it didn't look like they were doing a lot. Um, I mean, Notre Dame's like biggest play was the 
um, swing pass to Chris Tyree that went for like 26. So in terms of their game plan, I think they did really well just keeping people in front of them, avoiding like a big play momentum switch, and they also forced a turnover. So, yeah, big plays is something I want to get into when we talk about the national championship game. Alabama's mm-hmm. defense is still really, really good. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no denying that. Mm-hmm. As for Notre Dame, they covered miraculously. <laughs> However, their, their history of getting their asses kicked in big bowl games, it continued. Yeah. Um, Alabama made playing football look very easy. In the beginning of the game especially, they Notre Dame definitely did not look like the better team. Nor mm-hmm. did they really throughout the whole game. So, yeah. I don't really know what's next for them. I mean, I haven't really been paying attention to what recruits they're getting. I do know that they do not get a lot of five stars. Yeah. So, it'll. I guess we'll see next year how they respond to this. But it was kind of the same story for Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. As for the nightcap, the game that Chris Fowler called. Yeah. Well, obviously we didn't see that coming. The results. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you t- you if you told me before the game that Ohio State would have eight plays of over twenty five yards, and Justin Fields would throw six touchdown passes. A majority of them after he took a almost died. He almost he literally <laughs> almost died. That was they were they that team was they were on a mission. They took mm-hmm. they took a lot of things personally. Dabo Sweeney ranking them eleventh, heartbreaking loss last year, and we picked this. We we did not pick Ohio State. There were a lot yeah. of doubters, including myself, that believed that they didn't play enough games to play in the playoff, but they proved last night that they belong. That's not the first time they have. Well, what what were you most impressed by by Uh, Ohio State's performance? uh, Two things. Uh, Trey Sermon and Justin Fields. Um, Three things. Trey Sermon, Justin Fields, and um, their ability, not necessarily play call, but uh, change in tempo. There were so many times where they just caught Clemson lacking. And as a huge shout out to uh, Ryan Day, who um, kept on Justin Fields to hurry up on a lot of plays. Um, obviously, they got the uh, 20-yard rushing touchdown. And then they had a couple where their um, secondary wasn't lined up. Uh, one of the shots early, Justin Fields missed another one, and one's down the line. He hit um, Trey Sermon, 31 carries, 193 yards, and a touchdown. He played his ass off. And obviously, you have Justin Fields, who threw for 385 yards, six touchdowns, and a pick. But it's really only because defensive linemen have thumbs. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just... It was 
crazy how bad they made Clemson look. That was the most unClemson game I think I've seen them play in the last few years. I mean, as you said, even when Skalski, the middle linebacker, was in mm-hmm. quarterback in the defense, Clemson was often not set when the ball was snapped. Yeah. And that's something you don't usually see out of them. And Trey Sermon busting for huge runs. Same thing mm-hmm. with Justin Fields to Olave. And mm-hmm. um, him taking all the deep shots and converting. That's mm-hmm. something you don't see from this Clemson defense. It was a very it was a very un-Clemson-like game. Trevor Lawrence did not look comfortable at all. Granted, he was his offensive line didn't help. Yeah. But he fumbled multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was it was, was it was shocking. it was it was weird watching Clemson mm-hmm. like falter like that. Yeah. Um I've been a huge supporter of the Clemson O line and they didn't have any injuries coming in today and I was like, All right, and then Ohio State just goes like nuts. Yes, they only had two sacks and five tackles for loss, but Trevor Lawrence got abused late on. Mm-hmm. Like, that was brutal almost. Yeah, that... I mean, he had he had three fumbles, only one lost, um, and uh, threw a pick. So Yeah, that, that defense was out to prove something. Yeah. And they certainly did. So let's talk about the national championship game now. Alabama, <laughs> Ohio State. Two college football titans yep. clashing in the college football playoff for the first time since 2014. The first college football playoff where Zeke Elliott and Cardale Jones led the fourth-seeded Buckeyes to an upset win over top-ranked Alabama. So let's focus on how these teams match up. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot of very interesting matchups. One is Sean Wade versus Devontae Smith. A yeah. great cornerback versus a potential Heisman Trophy winner. Mm-hmm. One thing I think, one of my keys to Ohio State beating Alabama is limiting the big plays. Because... Alabama probably presents the biggest big play threat as an mm-hmm. offense in the country. You can they can reel off twenty yard runs. Mac Jones can chuck it long to Devontae Smith for 30, 40 yards a play. This is the game where Sean Wade has to prove he is the alpha dog. He cannot mm-hmm. succumb to Devontae Smith. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how those two match up and who can exploit the other. Yeah. Another yeah, thing. I, go ahead. I just think that he's um, – you just got to lock him down in general. I know uh, he usually plays soft, uh, like giving up the underneath stuff, but that first drive that Alabama had against Notre Dame where they were just willingly moving the ball – Anywhere that they could, essentially getting a first down on every play, just taking what the defense gives them. Mm-hmm. 
Ohio State's defense literally just can't give them anything, which is like an impossible task, but it's what they have to do. So, yeah, I would honestly be okay giving up the short stuff if I was Ohio State versus someone leaking behind the defense like Devontae Smith. I think there was a play early in the game where the Clemson tight end leaked behind the secondary. They just got caught off guard, and Trevor Lawrence just missed him. Mm-hmm. But they absolutely cannot let that happen against Alabama. Their receivers are talented. Their tight end is physical. Mm-hmm. They can't. They can't. They can't get caught lacking, mm-hmm. especially because this this Alabama office is extremely explosive. And then the other matchup to watch is Patrick Sertain versus Chris Olave, who both can certainly improve their draft stock if they have. If I, one or both of them has a great game, because mm-hmm. Sertain is supposed to go, I believe, top 15, if not top 10. And Olave is another interesting wide receiver prospect who had a great mm-hmm. game against Clemson. So I, th- I guess it's the same thing, just he, obviously Chris Olave is not Devontae Smith, but. If this Ohio State team is still out for something to prove, which they certainly are, Chris Olave has just got to continue to get open and give Justin Fields like a reliable option to throw to. Yeah. Will, are there any other matchups you're interested to see in this game? Um, I mean, the coaching matchup is going to be interesting. Um, I feel like Ryan Day last game coached his ass off and – Nick Saban's Nick Saban. Um, this will be interesting to see what they throw up um, at each other. Um, I'm also interested, obviously they're not specifically playing against each other, but Justin Fields and Mac Jones is in who has a better game. Certainly. I think Mac Jones is the better college player. Justin Fields will do better uh, later in life. Uh, in the NFL and stuff, but the performance that Justin Fields had last night, um, oh, that was mythical. He's gonna be taking like a whole lot of shots, and I don't know if that's gonna be to his detriment. I feel like he's gonna like not like force a lot of passes, but throw a lot of like sixty forty balls where it's not necessarily up in the air, but. They're pretty close because every bomb that he had um, last night, obviously brilliant throw, but they were all back shoulder catches. Yeah. Um, And, like, Clemson's defense was there, but they weren't, like, on top of it. If Alabama can just realize that – not that he can't throw the ball um, in front of the receiver, but if he gets caught with any – of those back shoulder throws, that's a 60-yard pick and a great punt rather than 60-yard touchdown. Yeah, that's something I noticed, too. He wasn't hitting guys necessarily perfectly in stride, which is obviously very hard to do. Mm-hmm. But leaving, I would honestly leave a ball long and leave it short and give the defensive back a chance to intercept it. Yeah. Because I'm thinking on the, on the long Olave touchdown – he hit him in his right shoulder. Mm-hmm. If the defensive back is like a yard closer, that that's 
more likely an interception than a touchdown. Yeah. So especially with him getting just – especially with him taking a shot in the ribs – him mm-hmm. looking uncomfortable, just like the way he was walking, you could tell you just feels was extremely hurt. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting to see how if that affects his throwing at all. I don't think it will because he'll have had nine, ten days the rest. Yeah. But it definitely looked like he was it was affecting him. So I think one of the reasons that he, those long touchdowns were happening after he took a shot is because I don't think Clemson thought he could make those throws. Mm-hmm. Which is fair. So if his root, his ribs are still hurt by that the national championship game, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how far he's willing to throw the ball and if he'll pass up open deep balls for short runs because he either he he he, he just he just won't be able to throw it that far. Yeah, we still don't have a diagnosis on the Justin Fields injury, but he described it as um, his entire right side hurt. Yeah, and that was including his hip. And I noticed his, um, like, when he was walking off the field after throwing the first touchdown pass after he came back, he didn't grab his rib side; he grabbed his hip. And when I looked back at it, it looked almost like they hit in between the ribs and the hips. Yeah, Skalski really got all of the right side. Yeah, like... And then him getting trying to get on the exercise bike was oh my God, a challenge. Like, I, I, I felt that. <laughs> that felt like someone whose New Year's resolution was to go for the go to the gym trying to get on the exercise bike. Like, last one. Last one. <laughs> it, it wasn't, wasn't pretty. Last one. All right, let's go. Let's move on to the Keys game. So let's start with Alabama. So Alabama comes into this game. Vegas opened it at Alabama minus seven. It's now minus eight. It's now minus eight with the over under of 76. I got a 75 and a half point spread. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. Okay, it just changed again. Um, Alabama's minus seven and a half. Yeah, over under 76. Okay. So, honestly, for Alabama, they just got to stick to what has worked so far. Mm-hmm. And in order to stick to what works, they just got to make sure that Mac Jones, Najee Harris, honestly, or Devontae Smith feels comfortable. Alabama has basically felt comfortable this whole year, and it's honestly like just a well-oiled machine. And in order to keep it running that offensive line obviously has to hold up against a very talented Ohio State front yeah if they they just gotta let they just gotta let those three guys cook Mm -hmm. give Mac Jones time to look for Devontae Smith and Forrestal is the tight end I believe and whoever else is running routes for Alabama they just gotta let him cook if they can let them cook, that that would that will be just fine for Alabama. On defense is where the biggest challenge is going to be presented. Because as we said before, this Alabama this Alabama defense is still really great, but not like shut down as in as in years past. 
And one of those mm-hmm. things is cr- keeping Trey Sermon in check. They held the Clemson ground game to, I believe, 44 yards rushing. And Travis Etienne is – he's no scrub. Yeah. So, Northwestern couldn't do it. Clemson couldn't do it. I think Sermon has over 500 yards combined in those two, two games, rushing. Yeah. So, Alabama's just got to halt the big plays from not only him, but the wide receivers, which we obviously saw against Clemson. Mm-hmm. I'd honestly be fine with giving up the, the short plays. I just don't want anybody getting getting behind the defensive backs because that's 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 where the end game is. Will do you have any other keys yeah. to the game for Alabama? Um, uh, take what's given. I mean, Notre Dame game. Obviously, I felt like they just took what was there, and that works in any football scenario, no matter what. As long as you're getting positive yards, it doesn't really matter if they don't worry about the big play they just take what's given them obviously you're gonna get one or two big plays it's football um but you don't have to keep taking shots i would also like you've prefaced uh devonta smith is a 50 50 ball winner i do i don't want them taking 50 50 balls against um ohio state just you lose a 50 50 ball and you're screwed. True. And national championship game, momentum swinging a whole bunch. Uh, there are some fans in the stands. Um, uh, where is the game played? It is being played in Miami. Miami. Okay, so probably more Alabama fans, but still, momentum shifts. You don't really need fans to create momentum. Helps, but just stay away from 50 50s. Yeah, I think taking what's given is a great point because I think they were showing in the broadcast that Devontae Smith, he's great at finding holes in the defense. If he's running a crossing mm-hmm. route, they showed it against Florida. If he's running a crossing route and he sees there's a linebacker just sitting in the middle of the field in the zone and there's no one behind him. Mm-hmm. He'll just shoot right behind. He'll just shoot right behind the linebacker. Boom, he's wide open. So, yeah, there's a lot of trust between him certainly, and Certainly, that, that'll definitely help. Mm-hmm. As for Ohio State, they proved a lot of people wrong. We already said that. So I think obviously the big key here is just replicate. It would just be replicate the performance against Clemson, but that's really that's really hard to do. So mm-hmm. I think one thing is they have to take away one of the three, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, or Devontae Smith, or just at least make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Because they made, certainly made Clemson feel uncomfortable, and Clemson's not used to being uncomfortable, and it showed. Yeah. Alabama has really Mm -hmm. yet to be uncomfortable. And if the Ohio State front can penetrate the stone wall, the Alabama offensive line, and make Mac Jones create a play for himself, which he is – I think he's worse worse at that than Trevor Lawrence. 
They just have to get Mac Jones out of the pocket. They just got to get him to scramble a little bit. If he if he runs a little bit, cool. But make him do that a lot. So he he's. Mm, I'm trying to. He's under a little bit more adversity to make a play than if he was just sitting in the pocket and yeah. letting his wide receivers run their routes and having him throw from a mm-hmm. set position. Another thing, they just got to give the ball to Trey Sermon. Now, look, Justin Fields is, mm-hmm. is great, but I don't know if he can replicate 358 yards and six touchdowns with one interception. Yeah, and half of his ribcage. And half of his ribcage. Can't forget that. I mean, Trey, Trey Sermon has he's racked up over 500 yards rushing against Northwestern and Clemson, two great defenses. Top 20. Yeah, two top 25 and top teams. top 25 too. teams. So, as with Alabama, you just got to stick to what works. And if it doesn't work, yeah. if it doesn't work, look, you got Justin Fields and Chris Olave, who have also looked very good. Just one more thing. They they got to win yeah. the big play margin. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to convert at least some big plays. They're not a, they're not a dink and dunk mm-hmm. team. They yeah. got to get Chris Olave on one of those deep posts or Jamison. I forgot his last Jamison Williams. I think they got to get one of those guys running vertical routes and beating a zone or beating a man. And those big plays are momentum swingers. I mean, obviously, 16-play drives, 16-play 90-yard drives ending in a touchdown, that's great. But even just, as we saw against, as we saw in 2014, Ohio State-Alabama, a play like Zeke Elliott taking it 75 yards to the house. Big plays are momentum swingers. And in the national championship game, you want all the momentum you can get. That and that comes from big mm-hmm. plays. Well, do you have any other keys for Ohio State to beat Alabama? Uh, I completely agree with you. Rushing the ball, they're averaging about six yards per rushing attempt as a team. Um, try to avoid uh, third down. Uh, Alabama is converting about fifty-nine percent of their third downs, whereas Ohio State's fifty. So. They haven't been the world's greatest uh, third-down team this year. And uh, protect Justin Fields. I mean, no matter what the injury designation comes back, he's going to be shot up with a whole bunch of pain pills and painkillers, mm-hmm. no matter what. And one or two hits to that area is he's done. Certainly. So. Yeah, you want to uh, keep all the guys that, in the game. You don't, you don't yeah. want to resort to backups. Unless you're Alabama, yeah, that's for that's for honestly for both teams. Like there were so many like small little injury timeouts, and in yeah, there, State I, that's something I noticed too. There were a lot of guys that were just down mm-hmm. very frequently. Both, yeah. both teams certainly have to avoid mm-hmm. that. Like they would, yeah. Some would come back in the game. Ohio State had a, a D back or Clemson had a D back. They went to the locker room, but. Yeah, Ohio State just got to keep everyone on the field. All right, let's make our let's make our picks. Uh, that will that might sound <laughs> dumb in two weeks. 
So let's go with the point spread. It's Alabama minus seven. Uh, I got seven, seven and, and a half. half. And the over-under is 76. Yeah. You know what? Let's make the game pick, first of all. Just the final score. Will, I'll let you go first. Uh, um, I see this being a huge um, offense game, just in general. Um, like, both of the defense are obviously good. It's Ohio State and Alabama, but they're not as good as uh, previous years by any margins. So I want to say Ohio State. Really? Yeah, I'll pick Ohio State. I'll say Ohio. Yeah, I'll say Ohio State gets um forty-two. Alabama gets thirty-five. 42, Thirty-five. Ohio State. Wow. And we were down on them just a week ago. Look at that. Yeah. Um, I'd love they they, they were a team on a mission. Yeah. I mean, one thing coming into this game is, yes, the mission is still same, still the same win, but they don't have as many motivators. Like, all, their whole season was not necessarily winning the game, but just beating yeah. Clemson again. So, completely different team in Alabama, completely different motivators, but... I don't know. I feel like Ohio State's still got enough to flip the old bird. So Ohio oh, State has proved out as long in the past, specifically against Alabama. I think this game, if yeah. ESPN and Instant Classics continues, will be on there. Yeah. If I were Lee Corso right now on college game day, putting on the elephant, give me Bama. I'm not, I refuse to talk myself into Ohio State. I've done that too many times with underdogs in the past, and I've been burned every single time. So give me, give me the elephant. Give me the Queens wave to the crowd. Alabama 34, Ohio State 32. I do not think it was going to be that close of a game if you told me these teams were matching up in the championship game. But Ohio State has certainly proven themselves to be a worthy competitor, despite only playing six games. It is going to be extremely close, huh? but I think Alabama is just the better team. It's going to be some weird – it's going to be a weird score. Yeah. Huh. I, I, don't, I don't see anyone kicking field goals. At, I mean. Ohio State, I think, is going to hold Alabama to a couple field goals. Huh. Oh, um, I wonder if Ohio State's kickers going to be back. I know they haven't taken Bam, Bama's so kicker, unlike past Alabama kickers, has been cash money this year. He's 12 for 12. So hopefully yeah. he can come through in the championship game and big games, unlike many Alabama kickers in the past. <laughs> so a 34 plus 32 is 76. Oh, that would be the under. Yeah, I see the under. I think both defenses are going to come to play. And I think they'll certainly make big plays when it counts. You did 34 not do plus, math right. Thir- hold up. 30 plus 30. Uh, 68. That's 68. 68, that's 68. 68. My bad. My bad. 34 and 32 is 66. <laughs> Guys, I promise I'm not. I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so 40, 42 and 35 that is 77, is, which is – it's probably is exactly, like exactly where the over-under is going to sit. And before I made my score prediction, I was really just sitting on the under. Like, that would be the only mm-hmm. thing I would bet money on would be the under. Um, you know what? I'll go against my gut. I'll take the over. I'm not okay. even betting money anyway. Um, I, in terms of the spread, I think we're both yes. agreeing that Ohio State's going to cover. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like Ohio State to cover. I don't really, I mean, obviously I know I picked them, but all right. All I want is an exciting game. A competitive game. I want to enjoy mm-hmm. myself watching football on Monday night. Will, yeah. it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Of course, check out the blackandwhite.net. Still got some awesome stories going up. Of course, check out the rutabaga.net, Walt Whitman High School's satire website. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify as well as Google Podcasts. Everyone, Happy New Year. Make sure you are still wearing a mask when you go out in public. Everybody stay safe and take care.